Welcome to the Pack the House Show, where we have conversations about sharing your faith as you walk through life with others. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us again for a conversation about uh, how we could take what we learned this last week in our series and apply it to our lives and specifically um, apply it to conversations with friends who may not be believers. Um, so I'm joined again by Pastor Jason and Aaron Davis. Thanks for joining us. Good to have you back, Aaron. Hey. All right. And this week was Ascension Weekend. Um, so we heard this, the story again about Jesus being ascended into heaven after he was raised from the dead. Uh, and we specifically looked at Ephesians 1. So I'm going to read a little bit from that, um, and then we can discuss that. Um, so Ephesians 1, I believe it's verse 21 through 23. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And so Pastor Victor, who preached this weekend, he, he specifically looked at the power that uh, both raised Jesus from the dead and ascended him uh, to the right hand of God. Um, so as we think about that power, uh, what, what does that mean for us in our lives? And how do we see that power in our lives? Yeah, great question. And if I could just, just as we begin, if I could just acknowledge one thing too, uh, I don't know specifically who watches these, but I uh, just was thinking about this earlier this morning, that the thing that we're encouraging you to do here of, of take this really pretty theologically heavy sermon idea and, and bring it down for your friends and your neighbors who, by the way, might not buy into any of that. It's not an easy task. Um, and so uh, if you're watching these and, and you're giving it a try here, here and there in your week, awesome work. Thank you so much. Um, if it's a struggle for you, totally get it. And I think uh, I'll be kind of open. And I think it's a struggle for us too, as we, as we think about how to, how to, how to, um, translate and talk through this. So, right. You know, if you watch these things and you say, well, gosh, I don't know, um, perfectly fine. We're all right there, but, uh, you know, let's, let's keep at it. Well, and <laughs> for those of us who grew up in the church, believing all this, some of these theological things could be hard to wrap our minds around. Yep. Uh, and so trying to distill them into a, a way that we can explain to people who didn't grow up in it can be tricky. I think it's both, yeah, right? It's, go ahead, Aaron. As I, was, as I was telling Andrew before we started, was when I was a little kid, Ascension Sunday was legit my favorite Sunday. Just the whole picture of Jesus floating up on a cloud, like I liked it better than Christmas and Easter. And right, so, like, I always looked forward to it, so it's weird. <laughs> so play that out. Why, was, why is that picture valuable for you and maybe we can get some good insights out of this i think when i well i think i didn't really realize when i was a kid when i was a kid it was kind of just more like it was cool that he was like he was doing a superhero move you know <laughs> and it was like the first time that it was like yeah, it was like superhero jesus and so i think that's what it was like but then as i got older it was like this was the first time on like like earth that he was showing like his like he went up to heaven like he was gone and he like showed his extreme power, not just like the miracles that he did, you know, where he could raise people from the dead. I mean, he was traveling to another plane of existence. It was like, like mind blowing. That's just so awesome. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
Um, yeah. So, by the way, as we talk about how to how to like talk about this stuff with friends, I think that <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> well, and I also think like I mean I'm married to an atheist, right? And he thinks a lot of this stuff is a little bit crazy pants. And but when I sh like when I get so excited about it, he's like. I mean, you can't help but get excited, you know, like you're excited for the person that's excited about it. So I, I think if we get, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, and I made this comment earlier about people who maybe don't buy into the theology, but my experience is just like yours, that most people, especially if they have some relationship with you, will be interested in the things that you're really excited about. Mm -hmm. And so. Absolutely. Maybe we we don't have to translate everything, right? Because uh, yeah. you said a pretty a pretty straightforward, pretty Sunday morning uh, ascension comment there, um, <laughs> but you do it with enthusiasm and excitement, and I think that that as we think about how do we give something to our friends and neighbors that makes them want to know more, or you know, dig a little deeper, and maybe it is just a, just as simple as your enthusiasm for the idea. Well, and your enthusiasm may make him wonder, like, why is she so excited about this? What What's behind it? Yeah. And it could other conversations. Yeah. He's probably yeah. just like, she's crazy. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I was gonna say my wife, who generally is not crazy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the thing, too, is, like, when you share this with people, I mean, I've been married to an atheist for 10 years, right? And, like, I'm not disappointed that he's not on the bandwagon yet. Do you know what I mean? I'm just going to keep telling him about the stuff that happens and sharing my excitement. And then maybe someday he will, but I'm not disappointed when he's not. I think if you show the disappointment, then that's when it causes the tension. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, why don't you believe that? That's crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard. Great right. thought. This is why it's so, so helpful having you on these videos. Uh, <laughs> So back to Andrew's question about where do we, I think you asked the question, right? Where do we see God's power? What does that mean for us in our lives? Mm -hmm. uh, and this actually was Victor's point is sometimes we, his opening point, right? Sometimes we struggle uh, to recognize or express things, uh, as he said, beyond building a church building. <laughs> so where do we see, and, and, and for me, it always comes to the way I like to frame this is, what are we? What are some of the things we see Jesus doing in the Gospels? A little bit of a Sunday school question. Healing. We see him preaching. Yeah, we see him healing people who are sick. We see him um, feeding people who are hungry. Um, teaching. We see him. Some of God will look like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, welcoming back in people who are broken, or who are who are outcast. Uh, you know, healing people who are. Um, well, we said that one already, who are sick. But, um, uh, and the reason I bring that up is, is, you know, we see those things happen in our, in our lives. Sometimes we see, you know, people who need it get fed, uh, people who, who are uh, sick be healed. Um, and sometimes it doesn't happen, you know, by miracle. Uh, Jesus, you know, Jesus touches them and then they're healed. But, but we see it you know, through advances in medicine, through new sorts of technologies, through the, the wisdom of doctors. And I wonder if, if that is, you know, God's power in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that... I think it, you see it a lot of times personally, like you see 
looking back at experiences you went through and people that came into your life at just the right moment. And there's no way all of those situations you've been through are coincidence or it just happened that way. There's quite clearly a God aspect. Some, someone is moving things and putting people in the right places at the right times. Mm-hmm. So, but you made an interesting point there. My Andrew, friend Sharon, my friend Sharon, calls, my friend Sharon calls those God winks. God winks? Yeah. Like God's winking at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> I like that. Um, yes. And a, a wink is actually a really good uh, analogy for it because Andrew, you said you, you made, made the point that they, they're not coincidences. And the reason you made that is because often they seem to be coincidences, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which means what? Uh, the things that, that we see God doing in our lives are not massive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Aaron, you were so excited by the idea of Jesus going to another plane of existence, of, you know, up into the sky, um, or, you know, the heavens cracking open and here comes God's voice. This is my son. We don't see that stuff, right? And right. yet, we see God at work in those little, you know, little, I can't wink, but, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> those little, very subtle things. Um, and, and so I think that's important to notice too. And when, when, we, when we think about how do, we, how do we look for God's power in our lives, we're not looking for gigantic things. Mm-hmm. But we can sort of reframe the small things to say, hey, this is the type of stuff that we see Jesus doing. And, and here I see it happening in my life. And so there's no reason why that couldn't be Jesus too. Right. And it can be small stuff, too. Like, I mean, it could be like you're having a really bad day, and then somebody texts you the exact right thing at the exact right time. I mean, that's totally that, you know? Yep. Yep. The speaking of encouraging words can be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and through all the the challenging times that I've had in my life, which in comparison to certain people maybe aren't that challenging, but they felt challenging to me, um, I would recognize that, in those times, it's usually part of the problem is I'm not really, I don't have a close relationship with God at the moment. I'm, I'm not reading my scriptures. I'm not praying regularly. Uh, and when I stop and realize that, and then I, I try to reconnect and dig into God's word daily and be in devotion and praying, uh, suddenly things get better. So uh, it's, it, it's, again, can't be just a coincidence that uh, Mentally, I feel healthier. Physically, I feel healthier when I'm connected to God's word. He promises to be there and to fill us through those things. And that seems to be the way it works. Andrew, could I press you on that a little bit? Because I yeah. like what you're saying. But um, just being very honest here, and this makes me a bad pastor somewhat. But um, <laughs> when I hear you say, I, I am doing things like praying, et cetera, and suddenly things get better, mm-hmm. it sounds like magic to me. Uh-huh. Um, and I wonder, like, even like, I mean, I grew up with this stuff, but it sort of doesn't land for me. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, like, I wonder if we can, if we can think through that a little bit and, and, and unpack the suddenly, uh, because it isn't magic. I, I, I really genuinely believe there's something there. <laughs> right. Um, Not a really sudden genu- sound. go ahead. <laughs> uh, but it's more like, I think. Let's see. Let me collect my thoughts so I don't say the wrong word again. Yeah, I put you on the spot. <laughs> I think that, and you didn't say you didn't say wrong words. That's not what I'm trying to get. Well, at. it wasn't. <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Um, I think just being connected to God's word, he promises to fill us up through his word. Um, and so when I'm feeling like in a depression or like a just bad mood for weeks at a time, um, but then I start digging into his word again uh, and reconnecting with where he promises to be, um, it, it changes something in my mind and it, yes. it takes me on the right path. Yes. And, 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 I, think, and I was going to say, I think it's more like the connection like having a connection because like if you were to have a marriage over text messages, like that would not be a great marriage. You know, you need the, you need the constant <laughs> connection. You need, <laughs> you need the constant connection. You need like, you need FaceTime, you need touching, you know, like, and I think different ways that we involve ourselves and connect with God, the more ways that we do it, the more connected we are, the better the relationship is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I'm not listening to him speak to me through his word and I'm not speaking to him through prayer, we're not having a very good relationship. Right. <laughs> right. I think that's huge. Uh, the other piece that, that um, I think always makes not, I think, that does make sense to me. <laughs> um, see, I'll see if I can do an example. You, you Again, you both have kids. Uh, when your kids watch a lot of this, we'll say, so my, my sister-in-law is seven. She is obsessed with, or she was for a while obsessed with Frozen. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the more, the more that you watch Frozen, what happens, or any movie, right? The more you know it, it's in mind. You know it, you memorize it, you start to sing the songs, uh, whether you want to be or not. They they sort of drift into your head, um, mm -hmm. and so the more that you focus on that, the more that your mind is kind of in that mode, right? Yep. Um, so why does why does prayer, scripture reading, those sorts of things? Why does that Andrew, to your point, sort of change your thinking. I think it's because the more that we're, where we focus, that's what our brain, or where we put our attention, that's what our brain sort of focuses on. Yep. Um, I like the uh, the sponge analogy. What what yeah. sponge soaks up when it gets squeezed, that's what it sends out. Um, so if you're soaking up scripture in your mind, when you're squeezed, when you go through hard times, that's what's going to mm -hmm. come out. If you're watching. Yep reality tv all day instead news channels with the yeah sensationalism and yeah yeah i think that's and and, and thanks for letting me kind of push you on that I, that's uh that's an answer that doesn't sound like magic to me like that <laughs> that makes a lot of sense of, of why god would encourage us to do those things yeah um because it, it generally does uh help us to focus on something more uplifting and, and encouraging and empowering right Okay. Well, to go back to how we share with our, our friends around us, um, if we are soaking in God's word and learning what he wants us to learn, when we have those encounters with friends, it, it'll be a lot more natural speaking about our faith with them if we mm -hmm. are soaking it in. Yeah, your sponge will sort of just uh, leak things out of it, like the one that you leave on the edge of the counter without, uh, or on the sink without wringing it out. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, gross analogy but yeah um, <laughs> so um i think we got i got us off track again uh, i apologize <laughs> but hopefully that was helpful to somebody um, so let's think about then we so we've talked about kind of how do we recognize god's power in our lives mm -hmm. um but then as we turn to sharing that with other people around us um and you know, Pastor Victor and his message kind of based it in, well, here's a God who, who defeated death. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's fair. Like I I, I affirm that, <laughs> but I also know that that it's the very same, very similar to Aaron. Your point about uh, different planes of existence and rising in the air, and and for a person who hears that and says, "Well, I'm not sure about either of those things," mm-hmm. then to use that as our basis for why we believe this stuff right. doesn't really give them much, right? So, how can we talk about this in a way that would be um, interesting and beneficial. Hey, we got another visitor. <laughs> How can we talk about this in a way that's interesting and beneficial to someone who might not buy into the the deeper theology yet, if that makes sense? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, I feel like there's different ways you could go to do this. Um, and maybe in certain situations, it would be beneficial to dig into apologetics and things like that and uh, a defense of the faith. But is that, is that the best way you think, or is there another way to do it? Well, how do you generally feel when the Jehovah's witness comes to the door? (laughs) Uh, In that situation, not very well. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so this is what I I think about this a lot. And I'm the same way. I don't don't like when they want to do apologetics at me. So why would my non-Christian friends feel any different when I do Christian apologetics at them? Right. Um, so I don't think that's what we're after. I mean, I, I'm, I will say personally, I've been um, comforted and, and strengthened by certain apologetics. And by the way, when we say apologetics, just for those who may not know the term, it's, uh, it's defending the faith in logical, you know, for, with logical reasoning. Yeah, it's um, looking at the evidence for yeah. Christianity, and mm-hmm. like through uh, through f- philosophical as well as like archaeology and things like that. Archaeology, exactly, um, all good stuff, and it's it was it's been at certain points um, very helpful to my faith. Yeah, but for those who aren't yet, don't yet believe. Again, I I already was believing this stuff when I <laughs> when I came across that information. So. Uh, Sometimes apologetics is more helpful for believers than it is for not yet believers. Um, so I don't think that's I heard a, kind of what we're after. I heard a great quote once that said, nobody's been argued into the kingdom of heaven. Right. Yes. Uh. Yes. And <laughs> by the way, we know that theologically, right? God changes hearts. Right. <laughs> the, the Holy Spirit changes hearts. <laughs> not, yeah. doesn't if you have work a arguments. in your heart, no matter what evidence you're shown, you're right. not going to go mm-hmm. down. I mean, and look at Elijah. He showed him the pillar of, he showed them God, and yeah. they didn't believe it, you know? And ultimately, right, we use the word faith all the time. We, we, this is our Christian faith. Uh, it does come yeah. down to that. It's a, it's a faith <laughs> uh, statement and, and situation, ultimately. So yep. there is no <laughs> rock-solid argument. Um, so, yeah, I think that's not what we're after. And to tie it even back to uh, the, the story we heard this last weekend of the Ascension, uh, I bl- is it Luke that says uh, right after Jesus was ascended, they said they worshipped him, but some didn't believe still. Some doubted. <laughs> <laughs> How can you see Jesus ascend to heaven and still I not Clearly, so If you have that wall up, it doesn't, mm-hmm. nothing can penetrate it no. except the Holy Spirit. Which is weird because we would like die to see that, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> As Christians, we would like die to see that. That would be amazing. Yep. <laughs> But that also means for those in your life who who have doubts, like hey, <laughs> even even the original eleven guys who saw the the whole thing had doubts. So. Absolutely. So if if apologetics isn't the best way, 
what would be a good way to um, to talk about this power that we see um, with someone who maybe doesn't believe all of this yet? Yeah, um, and so I think to put it as succinctly as possible for me, what I always try to be doing is not to give a logical answer, but just to give a little a little bit of comfort, a little bit of hope uh, to someone who needs it. Uh, you know, obviously that's what God's power in our lives does for us, right? It provides us comfort and hope. And I think Aaron, you talked a little bit about, about this last week. Um, so just sharing that um, instead of the, um, the logic of it, so to speak. Right. Yeah. I think it's a lot easier for people to, um, to want to be part of something that gives them hope rather than something that's just head knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I typically go about it, you guys can 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 uh, give your own, obviously you give your own thoughts. That's why we're here. <laughs> the way I typically go <laughs> is to to use uh, just talk in terms of trust here. Um, you know there, that whatever may be happening, um, I trust in uh, something bigger than myself, a larger plan, um, whatever language feels natural in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more to come. Sometimes I, I use that that idea. Um, yeah, I I trust that this isn't everything that there's ever going to be. This isn't yep. the end game. I know that there's more to come, and it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. I think and it goes back to that relationship thing too, where it's just like you know, when you're in a good relationship, the trust just comes very easily. And like, mm-hmm. I never have a hard time trusting Jesus. You know what I mean? Like. That is one relationship. I don't have to work on the trust. I don't have to work on the other aspects of it. Like that is a, that is a solid relationship. Now it doesn't mean I don't get mad at him sometimes, but at the same point, like the fact that that's a relationship, you know, like that's a feeling. It's an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry. It's perfect. (laughs) And I think it is, it is, appropriate in some relationships uh, even to go as far as to say I trust in God's plan for me or for my life mm-hmm. uh, and again every relationship is different every person is different in terms of what they're uh, ready to hear or willing to hear um, so that's a kind of a judgment call in the moment but right uh, and sharing your own experiences too like I always tell people that God's plans are, have always been better than mine because I have these plans and they get knocked down, but God's plans are way better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a part of my story as well that I always include is, um, you know, I, I fought against being here, um, you know, being the pastor, I fought against it for years. Um, yeah. And ultimately I knew, ultimately I landed right where I wanted to be. Um, And I always include that part because I think lots of people find that very interesting. Uh, A person who will um, acknowledge that to say, I fight against the thing and yet there's, and yet also I I look to and trust in a different plan than my own. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, I feel like we've, we've hit a lot of things. Uh, Would you mind? I think I'd better pray for us, yes. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for the power that you do um, still um, use in our lives and the way you show up for us 
Um, not always in, in direct, obvious ways, as we see in the gospel, but in the same sorts of ways, uh, with your healing, with your feeding, with your uh, words of encouragement, um, with your reconnecting of, of, of outcast or broken relationships, uh, but doing that uh, through us and through others. Lord, help us to recognize those things and to uh, recognize them for what they are, not simply as good fortune or, or coincidence, uh, even though many of the times it is good, but really as your hand at work, as your power in our lives. Uh, give us words then to, uh, to share that in comfortable ways, easy ways, um, but with those around us who would be looking for that power uh, to speak of, of your work in our lives and our trust in that work um, with those people around us who are ready to hear it. Lord, open our eyes to those relationships and um, continue to be at work in those hearts. We know that we don't uh, have the job of changing minds, but that you, in fact, change hearts. And so that we give that to you, even as we prepare uh, to, to um, play our part in that. In Jesus' name, we pray these things. Amen. 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 All right. Cool. Well, thank you guys for uh, talking through this. Thanks, everyone, yep. for joining. Sorry for the and baby thank you for... Oh, that was, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful week. week. We'll see you back next week. Have Bye. a good Thanks for joining us for the Pack the House Show. For more content like this or to connect with us, visit our website, cornerstonelutheran.church.